0: Watch Who. Hello Hello. and welcome to To Watch Who, with Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. I'm a Doctor Who fan.
1: And I'm new to watching Who?
0: Watching for the very first time.
1: Very first time.
0: And this is our first episode of 2024.
1: For us, is it? Yeah, I guess it will be. The time it comes out not now
0: for our Mark is at
1: home i'm still in cardiff and next week when we record it's the other way around he'll be home and i'll be in lancashire
0: yeah so we're recording before christmas in the sort of weird time backwards in time thing that's going on here but for listeners it will be 2024 so i hope everyone had a good christmas
1: that's cray cray
0: yeah um and i'm yeah beaming in from essex just down the road from King John's hunting lodge for all you King John fans <laughs> and King's Demons fans or chameleon fans like me. Was
1: chame- is that the chameleon episode? Yeah. I just accidentally destroyed my cactus. What have you done? Just touched it and it collapsed.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: it was dying, I think. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, it's just dripping out goop. Ooh, I'll deal with that it- later.
0: Anyway, so here we are. It's um Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna say, do you have any updates? But well, otherwise, welcome back, everybody. We are continuing season 21. No, so I think we should get straight into it today because a lot going on today.
1: Yeah, busy.
0: It's the caves of Andrazani.
1: I did not expect this to be his last episode.
0: I was gonna say, I mean, let's just we will let's go. Let's just go get the into that right let's now. Just, that, that was a
1: surprise.
0: So at what point did he think it might be happening? Or did, was it literally right at the end?
1: Right at the end. I just presumed that they'd get better because that's what happens. So <laughs> right at the end.
0: <laughs> that might be the name of the episode. I presumed they would get better. Because
1: <laughs> that's what happens. Well, well it, isn't, yeah. the,
0: it isn't the end of the series. So that's No, exactly. and
1: also that's another thing. Like, we're mid-season. We've just got a new companion. Now, that's quite normal. Think, once it was happening, I was like, this isn't that irregular. When there's a new companion, there tends to be a new doctor. It's not that unusual. Sarah Jane obviously didn't have that. Other people haven't. But it wasn't such a shock. Things that did make me laugh. During his regeneration, when Chameleon came up, I went, who? And then remember Chameleon.
0: That was only last week. So we we met Perry last week, and we said goodbye to Chameleon, (laughs) my (laughs) favourite.
1: So, like, who came up first? Was it Sarah Jane that came up first? No. No, it was Sarah um, Jane. Um, Teagan. Teagan. Sorry. It's because I've just said Sarah Jane's name. Teagan came up first, right? Then it was... Nissa. Yeah, then it was Nissa. Then it was Chameleon. (laughs) And I was like, who?
0: Oh, well, we saw Adric there as well.
1: Yeah, Adric was like fourth. He came a bit later on. Adric was a surprise as well, in a nice way. Was K-9 there
0: as well in those lot? Turlow was.
1: Turlow. No, that's it. It was Tegan, then Turlow. Then it was Chameleon.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I do not want to say four. anything, but no, I thought it would be a surprise that it was his last one. I mean, but, we, we, but we, let's go right back to the beginning.
1: Let's start at the very beginning. So yes. Caves
0: of Androzani a couple of years ago, was voted the best story ever. Really? In, I think, the 50th anniversary, and it's always in, like, the top, I'd say, three.
1: Wow. I mean, I don't think I'd rate it that highly. Sorry, guys. That's a surprise.
0: Because I was thinking, I was watching it, because this was on one of the early repeats, so it was, like, the first... Fifth Doctor story I ever saw. So I've, I've known it quite well, taped it off the TV, watched it a lot. It's got a different tone to it, I feel. I feel like it's got that end of season, something bad is going to happen at the end. It's got like a darker tone, do you not think?
1: The, uh, no. What I will say is I thought the style felt different to what we've had. It felt a little bit more adventurous, maybe. Like the baddie felt like almost... Um, like a Shakespeare baddie, it felt like a traditional baddie, not in like a pantoy way, like in a theatrical way. Some of the like camera angles felt a little bit fresher. They felt like a bit more adventurous. Maybe there's a lot of drama in this throughout. The drama was built really well. And I wouldn't say there was any weak links. Sometimes when we have some side characters and a lot going on, you're like, but that one actor was really annoying, or that one person was really and it didn't feel like any of that and for me. It the drama felt like high intense. So to honestly, it was a complete surprise that this was his last thing.
0: Okay, that yeah, okay, that is interesting. The only
1: the only thing I will add is there was also this really weird phantom of the opera-esque thing going on which i just found quite funny but maybe it's because it just reminded me of phantom of the opera more than like anything else
0: oh see i was gonna say beauty and the beast but (laughs) when we we talk about the story
1: (laughs) but it's interesting
0: so the writer of this is he's come back he hasn't been around for he used to do the fourth doctor ones when that was like darker
1: Who was no hang on, fourth doctor was Tom
0: Baker. He last wrote when like Leela was in it and stuff, so he did that sort of darker time when it was being like complained about the violence and stuff. He did that, and then this is a brand new director, Graham Harper, who is I think he's the best director or classic who he's the only director that's come back and he did some David Tennant episodes.
1: Oh,
0: and he still works, he does Hollyoaks now, I think, a lot. Okay. Uh, um, this was like one of his early... I could
1: imagine that, because it was really great drama. And there's some really interesting, like, moments.
0: And what you notice, I think, about it, one, the lighting is great, finally. I've complained about the lighting so much. In the caves, you've got atmosphere. And, but then also, the camera angles and stuff, there's a lot of handheld. There's a lot of, like, you don't usually do that on something like this at this time in the 80s. It's like sort of set up like game show like static cameras but he's getting the cameras down on the floor above high looking down into the caves he really sort of went for it so I think you know those elements plus the acting I think that's why everybody is like this is one of the best stories
1: yeah story wise I don't think it's one of the best stories
0: well actually there's not much about the story
1: no Okay, Sarah, trying to understand what happens, Time. So there's like a guy who is like a multimillionaire and owns a business, and they seem to get a product, and that's why he's rich, right? He's the one that I was like your Shakespeare baddie.
0: Oh, okay. You're talking about, here we go. Let's try and get the names right this time, not like last week. <laughs> <laughs> the one that sort of looked at the camera.
1: Mark, it's not our podcast life. if you don't get the names wrong. So but me? <laughs> yeah. I have an excuse. I have no idea what's going on. You should know.
0: So we got Morgus. He's the one in the office. Yes. Yeah. And he's the one that looks to camera. The
1: one with the ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he's like very rich. And there's a president that like, you know, but he's he doesn't like he's just very wealthy and has made a lot of money. And he obviously sources this product and he's employed soldiers to help them get this product, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. So there's um well see he's sort of working for the baddies and the sort of yeah. Goodies, yeah, yeah. isn't he?
1: But oh uh, yeah. So and in order to get he's also then he has his secret camera <laughs> where he talks <laughs> to the people that like so either way he's getting the product basically, whether it's through like what seems legitimate means through the soldiers trying to like and or through his like back channels of people. And the product is made with that scientist. Like he's basically got all the source, hasn't he? The one that makes the androids and stuff.
0: Shara's Jack.
1: Yeah, I just call him Jack, yeah?
0: Yeah, we'll call him Jack. Yeah.
1: Jack, right. So Jack is the scientist and he makes the androids, and he's which helped them get the product. And he's basically gone a bit looping. And he has like all the source of everything. So it's just like the soldiers trying to get things from him, the baddies trying to get him and him trying to negotiate the whole situation. But he's just a crazy scientist. And then we learn later that his face has been burnt, which is so phantom of the opera. And then even like that mask is kind of phantom of the opera. Anyway, there was one moment, sorry, I'm really jumping, where he's like holding um Perry, and I was like, that's when I lost my Phantom of the Opera shit. I was like, this is so phantom, it's unbelievable. And it's the 80s. I wonder if Phantom of the Opera, because that was in the 80s, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is 84, so I...
1: I'm going to look it up because, like, it's truly inspired. If not, there's every chance that, like, this episode inspired Phantom of the Opera. It's so fucking close. Right, so then he's obviously lonely and stuff, and then he sees the Doctor and Perry, and he's like, hot thing, I want to and then that's why he makes the androids, to save them. That is a great... See, um, episode one, that is a really good cliffhanger.
0: Oh, yes. Well, okay, we're skipping all over the place here. Shall we just sort of just go back a little bit? I've got, I'll have got. i go through my notes because I don't want to okay. miss anything on this one. But we, la- we land. It's like a quarry again. It's a bit looking like last week in Lanzarote. And you've got Perry in the same outfit.
1: FYI, Phantom of the Opera premiered 1986.
0: Ah, uh-huh, so this is before.
1: This is before. I wonder if it was inspired.
0: Maybe Continue. Andrew Lloyd Webber was watching. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no.
1: On well, Saturday night. Hang on a second. Had...
0: It's based on a book which must have been way before the 80s.
1: I know, it? but the general, like, feel, okay. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Okay. anyway. So, Perry, at the beginning, she's a bit more upbeat than Tegan was. She's sort of enjoying, she's off on her travels. It's quite nice,
1: the style of acting she's chosen to go for is very Sarah Jane.
0: Yeah, but I quite like that. It's not. Oh
1: too- yeah, yeah, that's not criticism. That's like a. There's sort of a like the way she was delivering some of those lines was quite serious. I, I, it felt Sarah Jane esque, but with an American soft twang to it.
0: Well, when they're walking it's a along, softer
1: version of that character.
0: When they're walking along, they're talking about everything, and that's when we find out there's this planet, and not. Nobody's really on that planet anymore. And we mention the blowholes and the mud and everything, which sets up for later on. So that's like Chekhov's blowholes or mud holes or whatever they are, <laughs> isn't it? It sets it up perfectly at the beginning.
1: And the- he also mentions his celery.
0: Yes. Yeah. So celery watch for the final time. I think Peter Davison was like, I've worn this celery this whole time. It's my final story. Can someone please write something to explain why I wear it? So that was quite a nice thing to do.
1: Which, again, in hindsight, it should have been a sign, but it wasn't. But I think I just presumed it was because she was a new companion and they were trying to, like, I don't know, show some sort of personality of her being like, but why do you wear that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, well, we do see the magma beast at the very beginning and we do see it later on. That is probably the only weak link we have in this whole story but they don't use it very much and it's in the dark quite a lot and it's only really on camera very briefly. So I think they shoot around it. It's, that's a clever director would do that. Also, so when we've got these like gun people and all of that going on, what else makes the atmosphere, I think, is that they're proper, they're proper guns. They're like machine guns. They're not your spacey stuff and nobody's in that ridiculous spacey stuff. It looks quite real. And I think this is one of the first times where actually they've not gone too far beyond reality, which I think also helps make it more of a drama.
1: Yeah. The like there's not nothing feels over the top here. And it all feels quite natural. Like you say, they're even their outfits are that yellowy and red, aren't they? They're in a desert. So it feels very like relevant to that and stuff they're they're in like sandy hot things or
0: like a boiler suit thing under the ground with the helmets and stuff it's all quite real i think that's that's quite cool um well perry's still in her holiday gear she obviously has shorts on and steps into this whatever it is i
1: feel like she's changed her top i don't think she was wearing a striped one last week i thought it was a plain white one last week
0: oh yeah maybe it's slightly i think it's probably
1: because she had a bikini on underneath Whereas this was quite a stripey top with the shorts, and I remember thinking I like that shirt, and I don't remember thinking the week before I like that shirt. So I feel like she's got a different
0: shirt on. Yeah, I don't know. The pattern's very subtle, though, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, it's just try. like
1: a, a stripe, bright but not in your face.
0: And as we head like that, I mean, this whole thing. Did you watch this all in one go?
1: One and a half of two, and then the other half of two and three. And then my Brit box stopped working. <laughs> and then literally finished watching four. I wanted to finish four hours ago, and then Brit Box wasn't working, so I then finished four.
0: Because it just went really quickly for me. That first episode, there's a lot of characters, and we always say there's a lot of you characters.
1: You say that, I did need breaks.
0: Uh, maybe it's because this one I've watched a lot, and I, know, and I like it, and it's, I don't know, I just I, feel for like...
1: For me, there was just a lot to like there were points why to rewind just to like understand and take it in like there's a lot of detail I mean ultimately you've got like two baddies and because you've got the main villain but then you have the guys that are like getting guns in exchange and like so they're also baddies and their whole thing and then you've got the people on the planet who initially are the ones that like shoot them You're not sure where they sit. So there's a lot of just like following. And you got the president, like there's just a lot of following. What's her name? The woman that is then, that then has the amazing chair reveal. And I'm sure we'll come to that later. Like there's just a lot of different people. And with the Android thing that you just need to keep track of. So I couldn't have done this all in one, I don't think. Maybe if I was watching it again, I could because I generally know where it's flowing. But for a first view and first like watch, understand, I needed to like pace it down a bit
0: maybe i do yeah it's funny though like, all those i was gonna say like who's your like standout sort of supporting character but it's it's not like anyone's that likable because like you say even the good guys are sort everyone's sort of bad but you don't i don't know we've had worse people
1: but even the guy that ends up helping them ends up helping you know when he first meets them and he's giving them that nutrition He's really arsey. He's like, well, you're gonna replace me now, and he's really thin with them. And then eventually, he does end up helping, and but not really them. No one's ever helping them in this story.
0: Well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, I mean, a lot. There's so many because it's one of like the most loved stories and stuff. So many people have written and spoken about this story a lot. So I'm not really going to go down the same route. What generally comes up a lot is you get, you have the Doctor and Perry, and they are from the moment they step in to those caves. Everything is out of their control. The whole story just happens around them, and all it is is the Doctor trying to just get out, them get better, get out. And it all just unravels, and he's just completely out of control, and it's just a spiral down to the end throughout the whole story. Because there's you've got these three lots. They're all sort of backstabbing, going around trying to do stuff, and they're just caught in the middle of this whole thing. They can't do anything. There's nothing... Like and even like the doctors playing If they were in it. that
1: story, very little would change. There's no like, there's nothing where the doctor changes anything. There's nothing where like the only difference is what's his name Val is in love with Perry. Not Val. what do I mean Vex Val.
0: Sarah's Jack. Jack. Val and you're saying I get names wrong
1: (laughs) people expect me to get it wrong Um, I might call him Val now no Jack Um, if I say Val you know I mean Jack listeners okay so like that is literally the only main addition no one trusts him at any point he ends up having to get that milk himself only through the help of Jack Val and then it's that's it like but it's only because Jack falls in love with Perry.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, let's go to. Hang on, I just. Oh god, we're going everywhere here. End of part one. A second, the machine gun bit. Like you say, that cliffhanger.
1: Fire squad. Fire division.
0: Take aim. Fire. Really, Amazing cliffhanger like because what always happens, and we've seen this so many times oh we're going to execute you they're just about to do something end of cliffhanger when it reprises something else happens but the difference here is you see the guns and the guns go off
1: yeah 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 i re- i remember going into that's why i started the next episode actually because i was like how have they got out of that one
0: and then actually this i mean again this is one where you can watch again because you can see a few scenes before there's a door opens at the back of the prison and you see the the uh, doctor at the back of the doctor and Perry's head, and obviously oh. that's the door opening for them to be swapped. But it I doesn't make any sense because you're not you're not looking at you. Just think that's. I them didn't being see taken that at out. all. But so there is a clue there because this again it's really cleverly shot because you didn't necessarily have to do that. Remember that for the doskers. got to remember that. So uh, and then again in part two, it cuts. And it's the Doctor and Perry Does and then it cuts back and we find out they're androids. It doesn't explain it even straight away. It's always making you think, yeah, Phantom of the Opera is very Phantom of the Opera, but it is also like Beauty and the Beast in a way, as well. <laughs> Don't you think?
1: I think it's more phantom than Beauty and the Beast.
0: Well, because he's like trapped in this. Well, it it all comes down to do you feel sorry for Jack or not? Obviously, he starts up as this sort of Crazy character, and he is, and he captures, obviously captures Perry. But towards the end, he's trying to help.
1: But I think that's and- why he's like the Phantom more than Beauty and the Beast. But then Beauty and the Beast, the Beast is angry, but he's under a spell. Whereas Phantom, half of his face has been burnt. He's living there in the thing, and like people think he's like that. Like the the people appease him because they think he's like some evil thing, and like if they don't appease him, then like his wishes and his demands, then he'll do stuff.
0: But I don't think he started out, I mean, I suppose that's in the fans, but he didn't start out as being bad.
1: Well, no, because he was working with them. I think he's just slowly gone a bit crazy. He's had this inc- that incident, he's slowly just gone a bit crazy because he's been more and more isolated because of his disfigurement, which has resulted in him
0: making these crazy
1: decisions.
0: What do you think about the treatment of Perry, though?
1: In what sense? What
0: treatment? I mean, she's. I mean, she's regretting this holiday. Holidays from hell. Her first. Start.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. Holidays from <laughs> like, hell.
0: It is just not. I mean, and we should keep a watch here because I, I was just trying to think: is this the worst a companion has been treated for a long time? I mean, Barbara had a lot of this, didn't she? This kind of attention, and we haven't had that ever since. And she is very just like an object here. He just sees her and he's like, you're staying here with me.
1: I think it's genuinely more, she's female and he's very lonely. And I mean, there's no other females in any of the apart from what's her name later at the end, there's no other women. And I think he's just very lonely and disfigured and crazy. And I don't think it, but I don't think it's, also, I just put it down to being like, her first story when she's like, I just don't want to get shot, right? And in my head, I was thinking like, well, something will change this. Any of the companions that know the doctor, she doesn't really know the doctor. The last story, she wasn't with the doctor. She literally just agreed to go on this like journey with this guy that she hasn't spent a lot of time with. So it's not like she knows him to trust him. But when, he, when He's quite calm when they're like, he's, th- he's thinking more like, why were they treating on status? Why were they doing that? Where she's just like, I don't want to get shot. Well,
0: that's the thing, yeah. She doesn't know. She hasn't been in this situation for her first proper story. So I, mean, I don't
1: a... I don't think it's the worst the companion's had. Friend. If anything, Mark, she gets off lighter than the doctor does because this guy's in love with her.
0: Yeah, no, but she's she gets this disease. and she's Even sort so of does like... the doctor. But then she... then Jack, like... They don't
1: find that out until episode two that they've got this disease.
0: Yeah, but she's getting worse and worse. And then that um, Salatine captures her in the caves. That's why they get separated, and she's taken from one thing to another. Then she's taken to another thing, and then she's terrified when he's like coming coming up to and she sees his face first as well, and she screams. And I don't. I just feel like it's a really not a great first story. And no one's had such a rough first story. I'm I'm sure of it. I can't think of anything so bad.
1: Maybe because I, also it's been a while since it's been one on one like this. I'm trying to think of of some others that are, like without another companion with them or something.
0: Yeah, I suppose. We have to I don't go know, quite feel, far
1: back. Sorry, I, We have to go quite I, far back.
0: I just feel like it's a very traumatic beginning for her story.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Because she doesn't know any, every, anybody. She is, like you say, she's on this sort of doesn't know the doctor very well. And I don't know. And he doesn't really. He doesn't treat. He's not sort of warm to her, in a way. Actually, I thought they had quite...
1: Again, this is maybe where I was surprised at the end. I thought they had quite good chemistry at the start.
0: Yeah, at the beginning, yes. But then when they're captured and when they're with Jack.
1: But equally, we know this of the Doctor. He's always trying to... Like, where is she sat there worried in the current? He's thinking of, like, why would they like that? How can we get out of this? He's planning. Do you know what I mean? He's planning how to try and get out of it. He's planning what their next steps might be. Trying to work out the situation they're in, whereas she doesn't know any different. And she's like thinking, well, now I'm, I wanted to go on my holidays. Now I'm in, now I'm going to die.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose it is not as Beauty and the Beast as I thought. Cause I thought you could have, <laughs> I mean, cause you could have when Perry's there on her own with Jack. You could do your little spin-off, you know, your Beauty and the Beast 2, Bell's Christmas as- Adventure, straight to video. You could have You could have Perry's Tell jacket, <laughs> Perry's Andrasani adventure cr- Christmas time, which is set in the middle of Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> when they're getting to know each other. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's a straight to video sequel that's set in <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's why where my mind was going. It's not
1: even a sequel if it's in the middle. What's that then?
0: Well yeah, I don't know what it's set because it can't because Beauty and the Beast has an end, so you can't really set they're all like set in the middle. There's a I think the second and third one are set in the middle of the first film.
1: So what's that? A mid Because it can't be it's not a prequel, it's not a sequel.
0: Yeah, it's just a just an
1: extension.
0: The, yeah. Anyway, I think there's a whole lot of adventure there with Perry I'm sure and Jack getting to know each other, playing ice skating.
1: <laughs> it's more Phantom than beauty
0: um so as we carry on through the story i'm just having a look at my notes here um i think we've covered quite a lot oh yeah so we find out about spectrox toxemia is the is the thing and um you need the milk from the bat you need the milk from the bat which is set up for later on as well i did quite like all that um what's his name everyone's got a really strange name uh morgus office man because, uh, like you said, that there's this stuff that everybody's like trading. I mean, you could swap out, I was thinking you can swap out Morgus and this stuff and the president for like COVID and PPE and the government. It
1: is just that. It's a lot of just like, yeah.
0: That's basically what it is. It's all that kind of stuff. And, but he, what do you think of him looking at the camera and talking?
1: I enjoyed all, like I say, it felt very like, not panto villain, stage villain. These sort of, sort of moments of like reflection and soliloquy are quite, and I don't know, it gave him a weird gravitas because I think as a character, he could have been quite, um, quite panto one-dimensional. It kind of worked. He, he, he did shows, it in such yeah. a way that like, I do believe that he is like a corporation and he's just a man that's getting very wealthy from it all and...
0: There's a lot that's of a, plates
1: to spin in order to do that.
0: That is the direction as well, I think. That's a choice for him to look. And that he talks to himself a bit, but it doesn't but it still feels like a drama. Still feels I'll tell like... you
1: when I didn't like that. Is when the new doctor talks into the camera oh, at the god, end.
0: Okay, oh my god, I knew you were gonna say that. Well
1: you <laughs> Well, you sounds about talking into the camera and I did not like that. <laughs> What's
0: happened? Change, my dear. And it seems on a moment too soon. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Maybe that was a bit over the top. Uh, I is. get what
1: they were doing. Can we oh. just talk about that really quickly? Okay, fine. It was a very strange introduction. In what way? I didn't like it.
0: Okay. Well, it's, it's a complete change, isn't it? It's always a, a complete yeah, opposite. But,
1: but usually when it's a change, it's kind of like an energy. There's like There's like an energy to it of like, it's you, even if they are a bit like, what, come on, what, you know, there's there's usually like something. I mean, obviously, Peter Davison spent most of his in a box later on, as we found out. But initially, though, there's sort of like a pull to it and like a impact. And his first line saying something like you said, I four times. And I don't know. I just and then he talks into the camera. And what was that? the way that line was just like, we're completely disregarded. That other person, and we are have it. It's almost like this, per. it's kind of what I would have expected after the first doctor.
0: Well, we just, I mean, we're just adding on to Perry's trauma here. Like, she's only just got on holiday, gone through all of this, and then she hasn't even had a break (laughs) until now this is happening. So, we are, we're going to do trauma watch, I think, for Perry. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I just, if we're asking how I feel about this doctor based on that. Thirty seconds at the end, and not a fun.
0: Okay, um, tune in next week, everybody, because that's going <laughs> to be a very, very interesting episode. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to back to this one. What? So, I out of all the characters, though, I think it's Salatine the one that has the double. That's really clever. Like, so he's with the he's with the guy, and you don't know until later on that he's a, an android that's been planted there. I think that's really good. And he he does play it quite well, and he is sort of good at the end. He does try and help. Um, but it that you do have to keep up. I do see how if you are watching this for the first time, you do have to keep up like they're on that person's side, they are double crossing that person. He's exactly. saying this week. That's doesn't all mean it was. This.
1: Look, i give it probably a seven out of ten.
0: All oh, right, okay.
1: It was good, it's not an eight, it's not a ten for me. There's a lot to follow. I enjoyed, like, there was a freshness to it, but there were also some bits I didn't like. Like I just said, the end kind of ruined it a bit.
0: Part three, I think it slows down a bit. It is very much captured back and forth, and the Doctor's knocked out and come, and he has to go. There's a lot of, like, going to this person's base. Oh, he gets captured, goes up into the ship, and then that's a great cliffhanger as well, where he's, like, driving the ship and going to crash into the planet.
1: Yeah, but again, for me... It didn't impact anything into the story. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great in terms of the drama, in terms of all that. I I enjoyed all that.
0: But I suppose if people would have known at the time that he was leaving, so that end of that episode, he's like, nothing's going to stop me. I'm sorting this out. And then he's going straight towards the planet. That could have been a, okay, is this where it happens? Is this happening? You know, it could have been that kind of moment. Maybe that's what it was. But I think that's a great cliffhanger as well, because he's like, because this is what people say about this story as well. It's quite a good last story for him. Oh, it is. It's, it's,
1: r- it's good in terms of like, he just gets to go and get on with it. I feel that fits this doctor quite well.
0: But also, he's doing all of this. He's going through all of this. And it's, I feel, I feel like you can see his, I wrote down, his his acting is this. It's like, you know, trying to get through work when you've got a really bad headache, you just carry it, <laughs> you feel really ill. It's like that kind of vibe is that he's doing. He's just like, he's getting sick. And he's getting the, the rash and everything, and and all of that. And usually, when he gets like knocked out, or all that kind of stuff, he just gets up and carries on. But you can see him sort of getting weaker. The makeup's and weaker.
1: really good in this. Throughout, the makeup is really good. You can see when they're getting sicker; they look grey.
0: Mm, yeah, you can see how they're looking worse and worse, and you're like, oh, okay, this. It do not I don't. I think that's when you start to get the feel that okay, is he actually going to get through this? Also, I mean, th- there's quite a lot of violence in this. Everybody is- ends up just shooting each other at the end. Machine gun. Everyone gets machine gunned down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> by somebody
0: else. But and then the whole the-
1: planet gets like exploding anyway, doesn't it?
0: So, yeah, and you have Jack and so first up, so you find out Val who
1: went <laughs> Jack and Jill.
0: Jack and Jill. <laughs> well i was gonna say shiraz jack <laughs> um he, he's his acting i think even though he's in that mask and you see like one eye and a mouth
1: oh he's really good yeah yeah
0: he is i think he plays it believable but he is over the top there's something about it that you can and like you know when he when perry screams at him and he runs under the table and he's he's like screaming back and I don't know. I, just I mean, he's like... just
1: as traumatized.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. They're both traumatized. And then he has, Jack has the showdown with Yellow Captain first and pushes him out and he gets mud blown out of the way. And then the other one, the Morgus one, comes in and then they have a fight and that's when he gets shot. And it's all, it all is just blowing up and it's just the end. Everybody is just, it all just falls apart. Um, and then the doctor's trying to get her out of there, so it is a shame that like everybody just ends up dead. I think we've had got- that
1: the last few though that again, mm-hmm. it wasn't um we literally had it the other week. That's yeah. why Tegan left. No one survives.
0: okay, well, let's talk about secretary then because I knew you would love her. she's probably the no, she woman. was great. she's a new woman of whom I <laughs>
1: loved that she was like such a minor part, right? It's so minor and then right at the end just comes in. She even has her heels up on the desk and steals the show. And I was like, yes, girl.
0: Yeah, because she's always there. She's there just in the background taking all the notes. She knows what's going on. She's
1: And of... he just doesn't think anything of her. She's been there the whole time. She's been faithful to him. And then she's the boss.
0: <laughs> I th- Yeah, and I think that's why, again, even a minor character like that has an impact. Helps the story because without that, then that makes Morgus desperate to go and carry on and then how how he gets killed. Even that minor role actually does impact the story. Everybody, there's no sort of useless people in this. There's no, no, no like no. someone with like one line that doesn't do anything. Everybody has a part to play. I think it's just really well written. Doctor, what's happened? Ah, Perry, I see. You. Professor Jackage newest stuff. Good old Jackage. Jackage? You got the bat's milk?
1: contains an anti-vesicant, I imagine.
0: Interesting. Where is it? What? The bat's milk! Finished. Only enough for you. What do you think of the actual reason for the regeneration? Is it like a worthy thing that he gets this...
1: What do you mean? The reason? Like, why do I think he left?
0: No, I meant, like in the story, like because what do we, what have we had? I mean, he fell off a telescope before. Third Doctor got radiation. This one, he's got this spectroxtoxemia. There's only, it's quite heroic, isn't it? Because he, there's only enough antidote for one. Obviously, he's saving Perry. Someone he's only but he just met. He kind of
1: knows that he could regenerate, I guess. And I think there's something about it's been pointed out in the last few stories, in particular all of the deaths that have been you know all the lives that have been lost and even this one it ends with that but he's also part of that
0: yeah that's true yeah yeah
1: it's come out in the last like three four stories it has they've all talked about like i mean how many people have died all the people that have not made it you know
0: mm. yeah no that's true yeah i mean he only did yeah 3 years it's it's gone quick i feel
1: it has gone quick. But then the seasons are shorter now. Also, I think it's gone quick because the last Doctor felt like he was never leaving.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did seven years. So, yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so, can you see why this is, like, people's favourite and why? Because a lot of fans say if you want to get somebody into Doctor Who, show them this one, like classic. Oh, no. Show them this. You wouldn't.
1: No, not this one, no. Okay. That's... I'm trying to remember some of his other stories, though.
0: Because... Uh, this
1: I one. enjoyed see, I really enjoyed um Turlo, the Turlow's first proper story.
0: Mm, Mordred Undead, and yeah. That
1: he was like a baddie and he had all that going up. like which ended up being um Thingy's last story.
0: Uh, well sort of the Guardian trilogy, yeah. When No no, no but Thingy
1: left after that one, didn't she? And then um, Nissa
0: left the next one, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant, the Nissa one.
0: Oh, you wouldn't the show them you, *Terminus*. She'd show them *Terminus*.
1: Yeah, as in like at least it's like I'm talking to some of people in their first sort of like. There's some good moments in it.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think? Like well, no,
0: because well, I mean, I uh, in secondary school, um, yeah. my friend Darren and my friend Chloe did had never watched Doctor Who or anything, and they used to repeat them all on UK Gold, on Sunday mornings. And they both, and they knew that I liked Doctor Who, and they were both like separately as well. They were both like, "Oh my god, we just saw the best thing on UK Gold." We've been watching Doctor Who, and I was like, "Which one?" Cage and Drazani. And they were like, "It's amazing." They both never watched it before and watched the whole thing because they thought it was really good and they were really surprised how good it was. And then they were both like, "Oh, can we borrow some like videos and stuff?" And they were lent them some videos, and they're like, "Oh, actually, it's not so good." It just happened to be that story oh
1: interesting i mean i don't know maybe it's because i've done quite a few now and you're doing it in order for me first time it was just a lot to be following and taking in but i wonder if that's because i'm used like if i was coming completely blank into it i think maybe i'd have more headspace and energy whereas i think i also it's almost like adding to a a bank you know (laughs) at this point. There's a lot. So it takes me, it's been over 20 years. I kind of feel like I'm also having to think about whether I've seen things before. Whereas if I'm just coming in blank and blind, I'm just, this is like a start and you're just like following through. Maybe I'd have a little bit more headspace to be like, okay, yeah.
0: But at least you can see the style and direction is different and it's suddenly an improvement in terms of production.
1: Oh yeah. Oh no, I've said all that. I said all that and I agree with that. But if you're talking about whether this is a good first story, I mean, my instinct right now is to say no, but I can understand why other people might say yes.
0: I mean, I think, yeah. I'm trying to remember any it. other of these Doctor suppose, stories, but... They're... You're sort of judging it more on, like, the story rather than the production. I suppose if you're somebody that's like, oh, watch this for the first time, you want to choose one that's got a good sort of production and... It's well lit, or you know, it it does look good as well as it's well acted. So maybe that's why. I mean, the one that you said that you would watch again was *Kinder*, the snake one with Tegan in the forest.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, and maybe that's more because I enjoy something that's got like there were no side characters in this to like get behind. There was nothing for me that was like it didn't. It almost didn't feel like a Doctor Who story. Which is why I find it so weird that someone, would be like, if you want to get people into Doctor Who, watch this because they don't do anything. I like the stories where they're involved and like they get more out of it. I don't know. Maybe that's just me.
0: Well, I mean, 2024, we're going into a new doctor now, the sixth. I know. Not,
1: not planned or timed at all. At all. It's like when people said, Did you plan this for the year at 60th? No. We started this in January 2020.
0: Yeah, so Sixth Doctor and Perry going forward. What are your thoughts on both of them? Go. What What do you want to see? Are you excited? Are you just like, oh no?
1: Um, I mean, look, I'm open minded. Like, I did enjoy Perry in this one. If we're asking, like, what's my first impression of the new Doctor? It's it's not great. So we'll see. Mark's laughing, which could mean anything.
0: See, well, it is the last one of the season next week.
1: Oh, okay. See, I thought we were about halfway through a season. I thought we had another, like, three, two or three stories to go. Mm,
0: So it's an interesting choice to have the new Doctor start at the end of a season.
1: Yeah. Why was that?
0: I don't know. They just wanted to get him... Out there well, kind of makes for...
1: sense because then you have that one episode, and then once you start a new season, people are like, Oh, we know who this is. I kind of get it.
0: Yeah, well, let's see. Well, it's it's four parts next time, and it's called The Twin Dilemma.
1: The twin dilemma, okay. Um and
0: I, I can't say any more about it. you, just have to watch it because I I can't say anymore.
1: Okay. I mean, it's weird because we've kind of just had the whole um double thing in this story
0: well i mean we sort of had it last week as well with yeah and all sorts so as well.
1: i was gonna say i think there'll be two of them but that's quite common
0: <laughs> yeah it's quite it yeah <laughs> well there we are well i'm sure everybody will be very excited to see what you think of the sixth doctor especially his first story yeah. so everybody join us next week for that in the meantime you can follow us on twitter and instagram at to watch who you can follow us on buytheacoffee.com forward slash to watch who if you want to get Sarah's first impressions of the Six Doctors super early. <laughs> sign up. <laughs> I'm intrigued
1: now good- whether this is a good or a bad thing. I have no idea what to take.
0: <laughs> There's one very good reason to sign up early because <laughs> it's going to be good. So we will see you next time.
1: <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.
0: To watch who.